Welcome to Burning Metal. This is your host and Forge Master, G Metal. And we're going to be talking about the tragic hero. Let's start the Forge. We all know what a tragic hero is. We all know what a tragic character is at the very least. A tragic character is Macbeth. Or any Shakespeare at all. Just read a Shakespeare play. But we're going to break down what it is to be a tragic hero. All the pieces are there. Good. Bad. And a little bit of everything. A little bit of gray. A little bit of darkness. A little bit of light. Well, it's all in the tragic hero. And he is a dope character to talk about. The tragic hero is one of many moving parts. Many, many moving parts, and you just have to know which part is moving and when it is happening. One could say, every character is a tragic hero waiting for the end. Time to cool the blade. Now, like all forges we do on this podcast, we have an example. Something that kind of tells you what a tragic hero is, but it's really the best example for this one. And the best modern example of a tragic hero is Anakin Skywalker from Star Wars. Clearly from Star Wars. Now, why is Anakin Skywalker the best tragic hero of our time? Simple. When he's Anakin Skywalker, the confident hero, he's infallible. He can't be moved. He challenges authority when they're wrong and when they're right. Us as the audience. And his friends in the series trust Anakin because Anakin does everything to build trust. He does everything to garner as much respect as he can. His power is massive. Like the man would go to hell and back for you if he had to. That's how Anakin Skywalker is. But because of all of those traits, this also makes him a perfect tragic hero. He questions when he should be listening. He challenges authority quite often. And on top of that, for the majority of the Clone Wars series and the Star Wars timeline, he succeeds in disobeying. Because when he disobeys, generally good outcomes come out of it. Generally, he will get his great outcome and people will praise him for it. But eventually, it turns against him. His actions eventually don't give him the actions he wants. Okay, so let's start with Anakin's backstory. Anakin's backstory starts him off as a slave on the planet of Tatooine. Right? That's not metal. Right? But, Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan went into Anakin and realized he's, a, he has, he's powerful in this force. And the best part is, he gets out, right? Nine-year-old boy gets freed by a Jedi Master and is promised to be trained by a Je- by the Jedi Master himself. Bad part is, the Jedi Master passes away. Qui-Gon Jinn gets killed and Obi-Wan's only left. The worst part is, the Jedi Council is advising against training him because he's too old. Because the Jedi Council only trains young younglings or children. Because the Jedi Council essentially indoctrinates children into their belief system. It's not like a cult. 
Genetic Council is just a better version of what a cult could be, but at the end of the day, they're still a cult. So what is it that really brings Anakin full circle to this tragic part? He is fated to be a great warrior for the Force. No matter what side he fights for, he is fated for that fate. And any action he takes does change the outcome of any side. He's, his actions are important over everyone else's because he is Anakin Skywalker and the future Darth Vader. Anakin's upbringing is not the regular Jedi upbringing. What I mean by that is, is he's not easily brainwashed into thinking with the Jedi wand you believe in. He has emotions and attachments at the age of nine. He knows what a mother's love is. He knows what it feels to be mad, sad, angry. What the Jedi normally like to take in are two and three-year-olds who have the Force and are able to be taught to be one without emotion. The Jedi doesn't believe in emotion. It's kind of weird. It's kind of non-metal either, too. Like, how do you live a life without having emotion, right? You need some emotion in your life. But for the Jedi, that's not a good thing. So what happens? Anakin grows up, zoop, into a great warrior. The bigger issue of Anakin's upbringing in the Jedi is the fact that he does have attachments that he has he hasn't let go of. In fact, one of the major issues the Jedi never truly accomplish is taking his mother out of slavery. The Jedi just doesn't seem to understand that Anakin loves his mother. And if something bad were to happen to his mother, he would feel it. Really, really hard. But they just seem to want to try to detach him from his emotions, away from controlling his emotions. Now, in the Jedi, in the Jedi themselves, there is one married man in the Jedi Council. But, um, more or less, as an exception to the rule. And Anakin is extremely emotional, extremely unorthodox, and even to his dress attire. Does the Jedi not approve of how he runs things? But he's a great military general, and all of his actions up to that point benefit him. He wins battles by taking chances. Jedi don't take the type of chances Anakin takes. He does things that they wouldn't even consider trying to do. That is a major thing for Jedi. Another thing in general is the council neglects to try to give Anakin a different type of, spe- like, even a little bit about, um, about amount of special treatment. My bad. But a special treatment, right? In the sense that because he is the chosen one in everyone's eyes, and, and, the fact that Anakin Skywalker has done so well, yes, he's going to act a little differently. He gets more emotional in certain situations. And that has benefited in many ways. But whenever it just comes to Jedi conversations, he gets outed all the time. Never does he get the credit that he feels he deserves from them. And the Jedi will not give him that satisfaction. The top Jedi always just tell him to repress his emotions so he will feel better. And if you know the character of Anakin Skywalker, that's not how he functions. Anakin's one fatal flaw, fatal, fatal, is his hunt for freedom. 
Anakin's hunt for freedom is really simple, right? Anakin was born into slavery. Now, being born into slavery, it causes many things to happen with a person. They crave to be set free. And the freedom they look is sometimes almost impossible because they're mentally always remembering what it felt like to be enslaved. For Anakin, Anakin grew his powers to be great. He grew to be a great general, a great Jedi, a great force user, a great lightsaber wielder. Just in general, he became the best he could be. If you were considering him as a power ranking on the Jedi Council, he'd be high up there. I don't know if he'd be number one, but he'd be pretty high up there and at a young age. So if he lived as long as they did in old age in training, he'd be powerful, more powerful than they would be. That's the thing, though. That sense of freedom and looking, the Jedi never tried to st- quench in an Anakin. The Jedi were fine being submissive to the Force, being submissive to their code. And for Anakin, he could not be submissive to anything. Once he felt entrapped in something, he always tried to break it. That's why Anakin Skywalker the tragic hero. His hunt for freedom is whenever he felt trapped, he would break it. He would break it, break his chains. Sort of like how the Sith Code works. So when he was offered a chance at another life where he was no longer trapped by a code, he took it in becoming Darth Vader. But that was his flaw. Because then he just became another slave to another master. Not knowing his freedom came in understanding who he wanted to be, not his skill set. Because his skill set has always been his way to find freedom, not in his head. He just needed to find it in himself, not in the achievements he has. But my friends, becoming Darth Vader was a great thing for a cinema. And plus, what's a good story about a tragic hero, right? Anakin Skywalker is a, a great tragic hero, and... He tells the story of a man who wants freedom and would do anything for it. And sometimes if you want it hard enough, you may not even get it because you pushed it away and seeking for it. Time to grind. Now, let's get down and dirty to what is a tragic hero to G-Metal. G-Metal will tell you what tragic hero is, okay? G-Metal really thinks this tragic hero stuff It's all about timing and circumstance. How do I say this? Well, they're heroes, just like any other hero. They're heroes who act upon their instincts. What happens with these heroes, though, is as they go along in their journey, they face obstacles. And unlike the hero who necessarily grows within that narrative, the tragic hero starts looking at it as a challenge to his personal beliefs. They hold it deep down inside, right? One could say that the tragic hero is someone who believes in his ideal so much that it almost corrupts him that when, when someone tries to change it, it challenges them in such a way that they can't beat it. Now, like I said, their upside is their downside. What does that really mean? Here's what it means. A tragic hero is a great person. It's a great whatever. Tragic Hero could be the Injustice Superman. Before he became Injustice Superman, he was the Tragic Hero. He accidentally killed his wife and an unborn child because of a trick. And in doing so, it destroyed 
his sense of what justice became, could be and what criminals could get away with, right? Maybe, just maybe, a tragic hero is someone who believes in their ideal so much that once that ideal is cracked or shattered, they can't pick up the pieces anymore. They start going full on to whatever they believe in to the negative effect and eventually becoming into the villain they become. The tragic hero phase is rough because in some of the Greek stories, they die. But in the ones they live, they're living the life they never wanted to live. The tragic hero is a sad existence once you become the villain because you used to be the guy. You used to be the one everyone cheered for and now you're the guy causing terror everywhere. They can't fess up to their own mistakes. Why is it they can't fess up to their own mistakes? It's because they've worked all the way up to where the story tells you it worked up to. And then the reverse happens. Now the strategies don't work anymore. And they can't grasp the reason why it doesn't work anymore. And all they want is to do that. All they want is to be able to solve their problems the best way possible. And in their eyes, is doing what they normally used to do. It's a rough existence. A lot of them just need to just sit back and rethink their lives. But because they're so good at stuff, it's hard for them to think they're doing something wrong before it's too late. They eventually realize it, but it's way too late by the time they do. And often than not, a tragic hero is also aided by society or whoever's around him. A tragic hero is never the one to go down by himself. There's some actions done by others who lead him down that path. The mistakes of others does also greatly impact the tragic hero, in my opinion. Because not only does the action that fortified that the hero should be upset in some capacity, such as I said in Anakin's, the council has consistently ignored and asked Anakin to do certain things that he didn't feel right. But because they didn't view anything wrong, and they didn't view themselves as wrong either, they themselves could have been tragic heroes in their, own, in their own stories, if they continued. But the greater thing is, the tragic hero's values turns on himself. It destroys what he was able to build. He wasn't able to maintain it because he wasn't able to change with what he needed to change with. And the tragic hero is a sad hero for that reason. He worked so hard for something and wasn't able to see it because he wasn't able to move on with the change. The heroes all represent something really good in us and really bad in us. We want better, but sometimes we can't see what's better is all the way through because of that. In the Bible, Moses never made it to the promised land. I'm not calling Moses a tragic hero, but Moses never made it to the promised land. It was someone else entirely who led them. So, if you think about it, the tragic hero's biggest flaw is that he can never fix that one flaw that gets him there. For Anakin, it was his hunt for freedom. For Superman and Injustice, it was the sense of powerlessness. No matter how strong you are, there's always someone who can take something away from you. And for many other tra uh, tragic heroes, such as Oedipus Rex, it was his hunt for knowledge. He consistently hunted for knowledge until, well, it, it led him to the path he never thought he'd take. And in truth, Oedipus Rex just couldn't, couldn't make, cut it because his father was the first one to make the mistake by throwing him out of the kingdom. He threw him out of the kingdom, was, had him killed, 
But then someone took pity on the child and said he, the child doesn't deserve it. If the king never took that action, if that hubris action would have never happened if the king just let the child stay and raise him like a regular child. None of the story of Oedipus Rex would have happened. The tragedy happened because of selfishness and fear. Let's test the fires! So now what we're about to do on this hurting phase is we're about to talk about the cycle of tragedy. Each hero goes through each tragic hero goes through it. But what is it? The top five are this. The first phase is anticipation. Anticipation is all about the hero's needs and what he what he wants to achieve, right? That's the goal, the anticipation. The second phase of that is the dream. Now the dream is his end game. But how does he get to his end game? With his skills and talents, with his superpower, with his with his chosen one status. We don't know yet, right? That's the dream. What the the most positive end game of this? Then it's frustration. Frustration at society. Frustration at his mentors. Frustration at anything or anyone. Or maybe his powers that he thought would be great just aren't solving the problems he thought how they would solve it that way, right? The tragic hero is getting frustrated and he doesn't know how to solve the problem that he once knew how to solve it before. The fourth phase is nightmare phase. The nightmare phase is when they just did something and now they can't fess up to it. Now they're thinking, I can't be the bad guy. And in this moment, it's they're trying to rationalize that they're still the good guy. They're still doing what is right. They're still doing the positive action. And the final phase of this cycle is the nightmare phase. Is where slowly but surely all of their morals and their ideals are crushing, getting destroyed within themselves. Kind of like the Anakin fight in Obi-Wan in a lava. Imagine your whole world just burning down as one by one everyone you knew or anyone who you were friends with is telling you you're wrong but you just can't see it because you need justification you're not the bad guy you're doing what is right those are the five stages of it now let's talk about some traits in the characters right the traits there's a couple of them but ultimately the traits are this they're either born noble or special now in the old Greek times, they were born noble because back in the day, that's when pe- that's how people watched things. The rich people were the audience, and the poor people just enjoyed it. So, in today's time period, if you made a tragic hero, he'd be special. He'd be talented. He'd be maybe someone from privilege, but it doesn't have to be from privilege anymore. It's just someone who's good and is destined for great, th- great things because the hero is faded. To go down the dark path, but the hero doesn't see it yet. The tragedy is he's gonna be bad no matter what happens. Because of his arrogance, because of his pride, that's what he's going down for. Now, what is another thing? The imperfection of the hero exists, but no one calls it out. The hero does great things, and because he does more great things than bad things, and no one ever mentions the bad things, when the bad thing happens, he does it big. He does it real big. For Anakin, in Star Wars, it was all about 
the destruction of the Jedi. And the lengths he would go to destroy the Jedi. The hatred he grew for the Jedi out of nowhere. The old Anakin would have never done any of that. None of that. Even to his worst enemy. Now, let's talk about the fatal flaw. For many characters, there's always a fatal flaw. But the tragic hero falls into it hard because his fatal flaw just happens to be the one thing that drove him to this point. That got him all the way here. So it can't be that. can't be his fatal flaw. He loves people. He respects people. He wants to bring peace. That clearly can't be what drives him to that point, but it is. And everyone knows it around him but him. And that's the rough part, man. It's not, it's never nice. Now, when the hero does discover the, that moment, right? That moment when he has to make that life choice. Am I still the hero or did I do something wrong in this point moment? He generally stems to I'm still the hero. Not that I messed up. Let me redeem myself now. No. At this point, he still thinks he's the hero. Because up to this point, his hubris is so high that he can't believe he did this. He's a, he's a villain in action, a hero in mind. But he doesn't see it yet. And when he sees it, it's far too late. Now, another big thing about a tragic hero is he can never get over his life experiences that hurt him. You know, some people can get over a breakup or two, but tragic heroes just can't get, can't get over the stuff that happens to them. Maybe it's something really bad happened to them as a kid. Batman lost his parents. Technically, he could be a tragic hero, maybe, in the right context. Or some other, some other things happen that you just never get over. That's a big, trait for the tragic hero he cannot let go of what happened to him right he doesn't know how to and every time something similar happens it becomes worse and worse and worse and it's just more and more being stripped away from him than it is adding to him and he doesn't see the stuff that's added on to him and the big part is the big part of the tragic hero that really pushes him down the path of villainy or evil or death because that's another thing they face a, they face death normally a tragic hero does normally not live passage actions but if they do they become villains is the reactions of the loved ones that sees him in this state he can't accept that they're telling him he's wrong at this point he doesn't understand how they don't see what he sees he is absolutely a hundred percent right the tragic hero falls into the trap of his own hype. His hype is too big for him to think outside of it. Now, the big question is, where where did this tragic hero idea come from? Well, I can't be 100% sure, but I know Greeks really pushed it. Right? They made it popular. I don't know what the first tragic hero was. I can tell you who the Greeks... The Greeks really liked the tragic hero because it was made... For lessons, right? Don't become too proud of yourself, you know? Understand there's limits to everything. But, in all things, there's always a thing to say. The Greeks were big on tragic heroes, and so was Shakespeare. Pretty much a lot of Shakespeare is tragic hero. Tragic heroes, right? Ultimately would die because, because of their actions. That's another thing. Tragic heroes, <laughs> normally, their problems come from the hubris actions they take. 
Not the heroic ones, the hubris ones. The ones where normally people wouldn't judge, right? The ones people don't judge that are wrong, that's where your mistakes come from for the tragic hero. That's the problem. Because the tragic hero isn't seen as bad until the very end. Until it's all too late. And that's, and the tragic hero is a sad one because he wants to be good. He is good for a lot of it, but he just can't catch a break towards the end. It's a sad ending. Us as an audience and everyone around him in the story that loves him feels the pain that this man has lost his way and his ideals are completely twisted. He becomes what he doesn't want to become. Forger's Last Stand Overall, a tragic hero is something to... We feel bad for, but we also admire him to a certain degree because he's the tragic hero who did good, but bad. But he followed his morals, but he lost his way towards the end. And it shows that people can't always be strong. And help is the best way of doing things sometimes. No matter how great you are, a tragic hero shows you these things, right? He's prideful, and his biggest sin is pride that he did it. Now, to the hero, that is the most important thing. To the tragic hero, he wants to be the guy to do it. And accepting help sometimes makes him weak. The tragic hero is tragic only because when he needs help the most, he refuses it the most. Final burn. I think that... I think the tragic hero... G-Metal thinks the tragic hero is a really metal lesson, right? The lesson is, no matter how good you are by yourself, no matter how strong you are by yourself, you're still human. You're not perfect. At the end of the day, you gotta push forward to be the best person you can be, and sometimes asking for help. The tragic hero needs to think he's the hero at all times, and it's only it's always too late before he does, he finds out he's not. He can find redemption if he survives, but the tragic hero is really, the tragic hero needs this. He wants something. He wants something so badly, he's willing to almost sacrifice his morals sometimes, unconsciously, for it. The tragic hero is such a good lesson, and I believe the Greeks always found it great because we can be proud people. We can be amazing people. But if your pride gets in the way, if your needs get in the way, are you really the hero of the story? Tragic Hero always finds out last minute. And I believe that is the lesson of the Tragic Hero. Hey, this is G-Metal, the Forge Master, who appreciates every family has and anyone who listens to this. You know? If you have an uh, if you have an opinion, if you have something you want the Forge Master to cover, go to the social medias. It'll be in the description. And remember this. Always stay metal. <laughs>